Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Nick. Hola, Nick! Just wanted to take a few minutes to let you find folks know how you can contact us. You can find us on Twitter at the It's Too Wordy One and on Instagram. Just look for It's Too Wordy. We also have a Discord set up, The Haunted Log. If you like what you hear, maybe considering throwing us some of your spare change. Maybe some of your hard-earned loot. Maybe some stuff you find in your car cushions. Who knows? Anything will go a long way. And you can do that by visiting our Patreon page at Patreon backslash HouseBTS. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. This week on It's Too Wordy, what exactly are you a doctor of? Welcome everybody to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comics from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. How we doing this week, guys? Great. That was convincing. Yeah, really good. Yeah? How was that? Was that convincing? No, not really. <laughs> anyway. Let's try to come up with something original. It wasn't working out. <laughs> <laughs> Superlative. Bossa Nova. Alright, on this week's episode, we will be discussing Joker Harley number one. And to continue Horror Month, The Spectre number one. We're going to start with Joker number one. Yeah, Joker Harley Dart number one, yeah. Sure. Whatever it's called. What'd you guys think? Okay, now I'm confused because there's so many different origin stories for Harley Quinn. Now, this is what, the third one for the Black Label? Second. Second? Mm hmm. Okay. First one's from Harlan, and this is. Yeah, so. Enough Harley Quinn. I'm on overload. I I agree. Enough Harley Quinn. It's an interesting story. I'll give I'm it that. I'm on overload. But. It's supposed to be like Elseworlds. This is their version of Elseworlds. Right. But that's too many Harleys. One after another. <laughs> this would have been awesome, a uh, uh, Renee Montoya story. Yeah. Or a question story. Having read both Harlan and Joker Harley, I thought this one was really good. I thought I liked it better than... Harlan, and I liked Harlan a lot. Do we see Joker in this one? You see Shadow. You really don't see him. So it's a bait and switch? Well, it might be the Joker who's the kid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's his name, John? Yeah. Oh, the so. kid who loses his mom? Yep. Yeah. And his dad, is a he beats him all the time? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was a weird take how current story is in black and white. And when they go to the past, it's in color. It's in color. Yeah, that was a little weird. And it's a different art style. And it's freaking amazing. I love it. it it's got that whole detective noir kind of feel to it. And then, yeah, it is a different art style. But, oh my gosh, these guys look like, almost like a photograph. Uh, it's a photograph. And they digitize it to look more like a comic. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I this, I when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh crap, this again." But looking at it, you're like, "Okay, so not only did he have to to take the pictures, 
and make them fit into this book, but then digitize them to look like a comic with the coloring and the lines. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I mean, just how he posed everybody, how he got everybody in the shot. Just, yeah, it's really good. You got a history lesson on serial killers. I thought that was kind of cool. This is way too long, though. I mean, she does three. Four, I think, isn't it? Because she did Gin, she did uh, the Baltimore vampire, whatever he was, then um, Bundy. Bundy and Gacy. Yep. But I didn't mind it. It, it yeah. To me, it added to the story. It showed that she knew her stuff. Yeah. She graduated from uh, high school at 12. Right. My only gripe, okay, it's it's that part where she's talking about serial killers. It's like when they re-brought out the X-Files on TV, and it just seemed like they did a Wikipedia search for paranormal, like alien abductions and paranormal activity. Kind of felt like that here, too. Like, oh, she knows her stuff, but the writer didn't, so he just went on to like, right. <laughs> on to Google and downloaded four of the top main serial killers. It's like... And if you want to talk about a reprehensible serial killer who has no compassion, you should put Richard Ramirez in here. He's more Joker than anybody else. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, I, you know, it was smaller than most of the Black Label books, which I appreciated. I think the art really stood out to me. Yeah, it is a different take. It is a lot of Harley. I am so tired of Harley. I'm so tired of Deadpool. Tired of Batman. But this is an interesting take. I mean, if I had to go forward with one Harley to go with for the rest of my life, I think this is it. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could read this a lot. The only problem I have also is Detective Maddox. Over the top, super aggressive cop. Yeah. When he says, uh, do I look says, like did, a pussy? Yeah. It's did like, you take art, his, the heart history? He's like, do I look like a pussy? It's a little bit over the top. I took our history and my pussy too. Moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really yeah, good. It was over the top. Really good. I liked it. Yeah, it, it was, was good. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, and then I think most of these are running three issues, so it's you know nothing too crazy. We'll see what happens when Joker shows up. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to depend on which Joker it is. Is it Jared Leto? Hopefully it's Cesar Romero. Is it Cesar Romero? He refuses to shave his mustache. With the art style, I could see them doing the man who laughs Joker. Yeah. Okay. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I could see that. This was a five for me. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go right in the middle, like four and a half. Okay. Cool. The art was cool. Yeah. Story was, was cool. good. Story was good. A little short, though. Just on overload. I was okay with short after reading Harlan last week and, you know, year of super or Superman year one. Uh, <laughs> um, it felt good to read something short. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So that's a yes. Everybody go read it. Absolutely. All right. Moving on. We're going to do the specter number one. Okay. <laughs> hiccups this was early 90s right 92 92 i like the glow in the dark cover i forgot that you told me it was a glow in the dark cover and i was coming out of my room 
and I turn the light off. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, this is not to be confused with the Hal Jordan Spectre, which is also an amazing read. This is by Ostrander. What do you think? Gets better. It's it's a good first issue. I mean, it, it was a good. I'd never read anything. If you don't know who Jim Corrigan is, it introduces yeah. who he is. He's yep. a detective in Gotham PD. But they it, don't really go into how long he's been a detective at Gotham PD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it it helped me learn about the character. So yeah, Spectre is one of those characters that I've always kind of thought was cool. Again, into the mystical stuff. I wish most first issues were like this, where it was. A self-contained issue does enough to get you connected to the character, but you kind of see what's going on, but without having to read like four more issues to really oh, it jumps see right the up. powers. It jumps right into his powers and what he does, and I liked how she would... Who was the girl? Um, was she a detective? No, she was a... What was it like? Uh, she is the staff social worker. Okay. She sees... It's Detective Corrigan? Yeah. Right? The drive-by happens, and she notices that everybody's going down, but the bullets are going through him. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, the first thing she noticed was the fact that he was standing there talking to her. He leaves the room, and all of a sudden he's and on the sudden street. he's down at the street, <laughs> and then the drive-by happens, and the bullets are just going through, and I'm yeah. like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was, it's a fun story. And how he's taunting the old man now that he's infirm and in bed. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the Spectre is he always gets vengeance with a with like a pun or yeah. with a weird little twist. Like the drug dealers that committed the crimes, they become his fingers and he like injects them with heroin and they all overdose. Yeah, it's just like crazy crap like that. Sadistic little bastard. That's what I thought when I saw it. I'm like, oh, he's, I like him. We should read some of the 60s stuff. Yeah? Yeah. They're a lot weirder. Yeah, everybody. That was in was it 60s or 70s, where he had his own limited series. Is everybody doing LSD and mushrooms and shit, and that's why it's so out there? It's really sadistic. I yeah. think that's 70s. Yeah, I'll look it up. But yeah, um, this was a, a favorite of mine in high school. Like, I love this book. I love the character. and I named Peter Corrigan after him from the Is BTS that podcast. You, that's, uh, that's where you got I used the last name Corrigan? Two of my favorite characters. I used the Spectre and Spider-Man. Makes, and he used the orb for his... Yep equipment so wow okay i was like hey he's gonna be a paranormal investigator yeah peter corrigan there you go that's awesome <laughs> yeah it makes Spectre's sense now just, why you picked that name specter is just one of those characters that i don't think gets enough attention like he's an all-powerful being unless you're reading the ghost story that was interesting from the walmart book but uh don't just read this one just read any specter except apparently from the ghost stories which I didn't think was horrible, but <laughs> any of the Spectre stuff is just a lot of fun. Ostrander had a good job, or did a good job on him. Demetis, I think, was the guy that did the Hal Jordan Spectre. He did an amazing job with it. Actually, after that run, after I read it, I had never wanted to reach out and like write somebody and tell them, thank you for what you did. And I finished reading that, and I wanted to just send him this guy a letter telling him, Thank you for this book because it's absolutely amazing. Definitely check these out. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And if you like crazy covers, there's multiple glow-in-the-dark ones. There's the f- issue one, and I think there's one where he's riding a horse. See, I've only got him in trade, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there. I love this book. I got to meet John John Ostrander and Tim Mandrake at a, a Tom Mandrake <sighs> at a con, and they were as cool as you'd think they would be. Are they? They were just like, just like 
chill dudes who I write kind of great horror books. Ostrander as kind of like this. Uh, would you rate him as chill as the murder falcon guy? He was flatlined. He was so chill. <laughs> but no, these guys were super like approachable, and they would talk to you for a long time. Wow! And it was just like, all right, thanks. Then you go meet somebody else, and they're like, hey, give me a buck. Yeah. All right, so who is our D-list character this week? I don't have one. No. (laughs) Nice. Okay, moving on to... No, Detective Chimp. So his first appearance was Adventures of Rex the Wonder Dog number four. He was created by John Broom and Carmine Infantino. His abilities... I This blew my mind. He can speak to all animals. That didn't bother me so much. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But apparently he's a skilled swordsman and marksman, genius level intellect, and mo- like apes, he does have uh, strength stronger than a human. He was in a backup feature until 1959 and then faded into obscurity. He did make cameos in 81 in uh, the book uh, Whatever Happened to Rex the Wonder Dog. And then 2000s hit. And Detective Chimp was everywhere. So he started off in Shadow Pact with our buddy the Spectre. Spectre attempts to destroy all magic and he begins killing wizards. So Detective Chimp leads a the formation of Shadow Pact. He also devised a plan to take down the Spectre by having the combined menace of Eclipso and Spectre combined. He saved Rex the Wonder Dog by capturing the sin of Sloth. And then he um, helped find Dr. Fate's helmet and returns it to Earth. He did bond with it for a brief period. So he used that power to apprehend the villain Trickster. That was like his big hurrah. He did show up in Dark Knight's Metal, where he was seen in the Oblivion Bar, alongside the Justice League, uh, Hawkwoman, Dr. Fate, and others. That's about the last scene of Detective Chimp. I wish they'd do more with him. I I loved the character of Detective Chimp. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I haven't read a lot, a lot of him, but well, from what I have, like the lot. Helmet of Fate yeah. and like a couple of appearances in Justice Society or Justice League and stuff, or the every time I forget that that stupid book's name where they all meet at the bar. They're all paranormal. Legion of Superheroes. Oh, oh geez, we're doing is. that next week. <laughs> that is Shadow Pact <laughs> and turned into something else. Yeah, Shadow Pact. Was it Shadow Pact? Yeah. Okay. That's- because it seemed like they, they did those little mini-series, and then they route into yeah a different title. It went into but, like 20-some issues of Shadow yeah. Pack. Yeah. And then New 52 came around. And the only appearance he made in that was with Ambush Bug mentioning him. Which, we'll talk about New 52 at the end of this thing. I've got some news. Okay. So. Okay. All right. That's all we got on Detective Chimp. Uh, do you want more? I don't know. I kind of Right, like DC. It. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Ouch. God. I would like more Detective I'm being Chimp. bullied. All right. So now we're going to move on to everybody's favorite segment, the Random Reads. How many you got? I got two, but we all got the same one. Do we want to save that one to the end? We'll save that one for the end. Yeah, sure. so we hit our other Random Reads and then do that one. All right, together. I'll do, uh, do mine first. So, one of the books I picked up this week is Battle Pug Number 2, The War on Christmas. So, start out, Kinmundian is walking through again, shivering cold through the snow, and a vortex comes up and, I guess, swallows him, is what it looks like. And then you cut to, we'll call her Jugs. No, just kidding. 
So Kinmundian's, um, how should we put this? His companions are walking into a town, and they got the queen and the girl who looked like Princess Fiona, the Muppet thing, the Muppet yeah. thing uh, walking into a town, and it is a uh, notorious pirate town, and the pirates have gone legit. So they start. They uh, started a restaurant company. He became a restaurant tour. And he looks like he's high as hell. Like he's under a spell. Right? They're like, what's going on? We've gone legit. Right? And so the queen is talking to him and she says, we need you. But you're, you've gone legit and you have the... And he goes, I'll go get my bags. <laughs> he like cuts her off and starts walking to get, to get his stuff. <laughs> And you cut to uh, Kinmundian and Battlepug. And Battlepug is absolutely adorable again. He's the reason why you're reading the book. And he gets attacked by Putin and his elves. So they're fighting, and he turns into a bear with candy cane hands. And he calls him Sprinkles. He doesn't call him Death Knuckle or whatever the other one was called. (laughs) He calls him Sprinkles. And... Sprinkles goes off of an, a ledge and lands into a small bank, and then you cut to his companions, and they're going along, and the princess, they come along four rainbow, like one red, two red, one purple, and one blue unicorn, and one, one unicorn and three horses, okay? And Princess Pottymouth is in love with the horses. And, oh yeah, her name's Brioni, the princess's name. These ain't your your normal colored horses, right? And they kick Brioni in the face. And that one looked like Applejack. It did. And they're like, so kill him now? And he's like, yeah, why not? So they're going to get killed by colored horses. Then you cut, and the elves have captured Kinmundian, and they've got him stretched out, and the goblin queen... Makes her appearance, and he's like, no! The king, He before that, he says, the king is dead. And you, she goes, yeah, but you forgot the queen. And she's like, he says, what do you want from me, woman? And she's like, I don't want anything from you. It's him I want. And she goes, your pet. And Putin, candy cane hands, says, come here, stupid dog, right? And he's like, you won't touch that dog, right? He's all, and this big giant person appears. And looks like Squirrel Girl. Battle Pug runs over to him. First he looks scared, and then he starts purring, because this is his owner. And that's where it ends. No more Battle Pug. See you later. Oh, it does say to be continued, but how when Battle Pug is walking off with his owner. I know I did not think I was going to like this book. Issue two makes it even better. <laughs> And now I'm going to be collecting this every time it comes out. Because I can read it, and I'm going to let Piper read it. Because it's safe enough. I don't think there's anything in here that's sure over the top or bad. So I'm going to have her read it, because she loves dogs. She loves pugs. I highly recommend you uh, pick up Battle Pug number one and number two. Because it's awesome. It's a five. Wow. All right. Nice. You want me to go next? Go ahead. So after reading Vampirella, Red Sonia... And finding it really good, I picked up issue two, and that was really good. And you were close about how they find Red Sonia, you know, trapped in ice, but eh. pretty close. Um, it's pretty close. But so I picked up Red Sonia, Vampirella, Betty, and Veronica, 
just for the hell of it. I found the first six issues. Awesome. So how is it? <laughs> so it's funny. Is it's it? really funny. Like there's a, a murder in Riverdale. Somebody kills a teacher and Vampirella and Red Sonia pop into that reality. Like they're traveling through dimensions and they pop into that one and they're like, we smell blood. So they, they travel to the morgue and they interview the morgue attendant. And while they're interviewing him, Betty and Veronica are sneaking in to take pictures for the school newspaper. <laughs> and uh, so they're, they're like, we should investigate this all together. We should investigate this. We'll go to the school. We'll, we'll make you dress up like foreign exchange students and you'll come in. You, you, you won't even have to speak English. It'll be fine. Right. So they're in class and the teacher's talking about like, the continental drift and the, the land bridge made of ice and red Sonya's like, that's wrong. She's like, how do you know? Because I was there. And then she like Veronica shoves her hand in her mouth and she's like, no, you don't speak English. Duh. And so while they're getting used to high school life, Vampirella of course becomes a cheerleader, but red Sonia becomes a football player and she's just like wading through total, like everybody on the line. She's nice. like the, the, the star of the team now. Awesome. And, that's kind of where it leaves off, and then another teacher dies, and then it just keeps going, like murder investigations. It's actually pretty funny. And they're not dressed like they normally would be. They're dressed like, sort of, in the beginning, like Red Sony's walking around in the chainmail bikini, and they're like, maybe you should change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Who wrote Vampirella Red Sonia? Jordi Belair. Amy Chu wrote this one. Mm-hmm. She did do a run on Red Sonia, so... She's got a good, or uh, not, yeah, was it Red Sonia? I think, I can't remember. She did run on Vampirella or Red Sonia, so she's got a grasp on one of those two characters. So it doesn't surprise me. I was kind of expecting to see some name on there that wouldn't have any contact to the characters at all, but that's awesome. I, but, when you said you got that, I'm like, oh, oh no. God. <laughs> that's what I said, too. You when said, I first oh, saw God. this, I was like, oh, good. Because I've read Archie Meets the Predator. I've read Archie's Sharknado. I read... Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica. They're not good. No. Sharknado I, was fun, but they're not Sharknado good. Sharknado was fun. <laughs> I found Archie versus the Punisher if you want to read it. I would love to read that one. Okay. It's awesome. It's great. <laughs> but this is the last time you'll ever hear me talk about Red Sony and Vampirella for quite a while. Okay. I'm going to put my foot down. I'm trying something new. All right. All cool. right. Cool. Trying something new. I'm going to try new stuff. Every week, I'm going to try something I've never read. I'm thinking about. I was doing thinking about doing that too. Just go and be like, "Ooh, here's an like, issue of yeah. Battle Force Titans or something let's, like that." I don't know what it is called. How this is? But we'll yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm going to think about doing. All right, I got a couple. Okay. The first one is shoplifters will be liquidated by aftershock. <sighs> what? Another aftershock book. What do guys say? They they keep on dropping them. I keep reading them. Why not? If you found a group of publisher you like, why yeah. Not? I mean, it's the we exact opposite. Aspen. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we we pick on you, but it, it's it's awesome that you found somebody that trips your trigger. Your jaded little heart gets broken away. I don't know what to think of this book. A guy is basically in a super warehouse store. It looked like it was almost like a Walmart mall type thing yeah and he can sense when somebody's shoplifting so he arrests them and or you know handcuffs them up or whatever and then they hop over to this other guy who indicates that he has implemented this 
program into this guy's head. And they have a problem where the owner of the company finds out his wife's leaving him or something like that and goes and tries to buy a gun from his own store to shoot himself. And the, the security guard stops him from doing it. But it caused such a commotion, everybody started freaking out, so they decided to do a mass sale on something in the store and draw their attention away from it. In the meantime, uh, his cohort told him that there's somebody shoplifting, and he chases them down, and they disappear through a clothing rack and falls through the floor. And there is a underground city below this mall thing. And he is positive every single one of the individuals that lives in the city has shoplifted from the store, so he's going to go take them all out. It sounds like Chopping Mall. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I am not kidding. Uh, these people, they must have built this from the refuse of the Caucasus Empire. Stuff nobody knew was missing. They forged lives from the runoff. He's, it's staggering. Living outside the rules, outside of the control, as he's putting his gun together. A world of it, unto itself of pure creation. They didn't want to fall in line, so they established a new way of life. One unburdened by contest, or constant surveillance and running consumption. And for this, I'm going to kill every one of them down to the last child. Is that That's how the book ends. <laughs> um, that's dark, man. <laughs> pretty morbid. The art is a different style. It's going to take me a little bit to get used to. It is an Aftershock book. I will continue to go on it and see what happens next. I don't know how to rate it because I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> I actually bought, got somebody to buy a copy of it so they could tell me their opinion of it because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Yeah. But uh, it's an interesting story. So there's that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if you weren't going to do it, I probably would have done it. If Yes. I had never read Blue Devil before, outside of Shadow Pact, and his appearances in some of the other books. But, like, his actual story, never read it. Nick's over here having I'm a weird like, guess. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this was Blue, Blue Devil from 84. This was entertaining. It's funny, and it's awesome. I <sighs> There's a lot of problems I have with it, but... <laughs> So, Blue Devil is a stuntman who is filming a movie in a Blue Devil outfit, and he has the powers to do fireworks and uh, lift stones and things like that. And so he's got a little bit of additional strength because of this outfit he's got on. Well, where they're filming at, the blonde and a guy take off to check out the ruins. They find something, and they unlock this demon. and. The demon's chasing him, so Blue Devil has to go out, and he's like, well, I don't know what my suit's going to be able to do against this actual demon, but I will try to stop him. Now, where I have the problem is the film crew and the director is, film all of it. Keep going. Who cares who dies? Just keep going. We've got to capture it all. This is important. Opposed to running. <laughs> Typical 80s. Um, you got to get that shot. Yep. <laughs> We're on a time crunch here, guys. Demons destroying bulldozers and everything else. And they're like, cool, let's keep following him. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Not running. He's made it very clear that he's planning on eating every single one of them. <laughs> Stand still. I'm going to come back for dessert here in a few minutes. You know. And 
so Blue Devil ends up fighting the demon and they kick him into back into this portal wherever he came from and they destroy the stone. They're able to pull out the Blue De- Devil and he's like, oh yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm going to go rest now and goes to take off the helmet or his hood or whatever and he is unable to remove it. It has been fused on him thanks to the demon shooting Omega beams at him or something and it fuses onto him. So... I've only got issue one. I'm going to have to start tracking these down. I wasn't sure how I felt about it until I read it. But uh, this was really entertaining. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed this. Neither could I. When I when I <laughs> I was at a, a sale and it was like a short box for 50 bucks or something like that, right? And I was like, you have every issue of Blue Devil except for two? Yeah, I'm buying them all. And so I bought them all and I was like, oh my God, this is the best book I've ever read. <laughs> it's, so, it's really funny. I mean, it's not the best book I've ever read, but it's... It's entertaining, like you said. The character is cool. Yeah, it's written well. But yeah, you're right. The 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 fact that the the studio the studio will continue to be like that as it goes on. There's a kid there. Yeah, and they're like, "Come on, Jimmy, let's follow the Blue Devil." Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it goes against every instinct anybody's ever had. Yeah, run. <laughs> no, no, we're not no. going to do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Definitely check out Blue Devil. A lot of fun. All right. All right. So, all three of us picked up Doctor Doom number one. So, we're going to do this uh, random read together. So, uh, what do we think, guys? Okay. Before the intellects get involved here, I'm going to give you my two cents real quick. What does that mean? I guess we're intellects. <laughs> what does that mean? I like the character Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. I liked how they made it seem like he realized there's trouble. And to protect his country, he's willing to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. That's what I like from that book. I'm not going to get another one. I didn't care for how they went with the character at all. So that that's my... Being an arrogant, arrogant cockass. Well, that's what he is. But it, I don't know. I, I expected, like, I'm Doom, you know. Not like, okay, you go do this for me and you go do this for me and... Just a pompous ass. Like, I was expecting more, I'm doomed. This is how it works. Defend ourselves. That kind of thing. But I can appreciate the fact that he's giving willing to give himself up to save his country. His country. So I personally would give this about a two and a half. I agree. I agree too. Really? I thought for sure you guys are going to light me up on this one. Okay. The only two parts that I liked in this book was like, the appearance of Kang and the appearance of Union Jack. Union Jack. That's what I was going to say. Kang and Union Jack showing up were the two highlights for that was me. It. Kang was fun. That was a good part. Oh, he just buzzes in and he's like, oh. where am I? <laughs> what year is this? And then he's talking to him and then he's like, and he's gone. And it's like, <laughs> okay, till next time. <laughs> I think though, the, like, they got Dr. Doom completely wrong. I, I feel that way. He's yeah. super soft and cuddly, kind of. Like, he'll be like, do this. Oh, and how's your son? Like, this is Dr. Doom. This is the... Baddest villain in Marvel. They made him a philosopher. And he appears on CNN. Really? Do you think... <laughs> Granted, the guy that gave him crap, he strung up. Go get me Kevin. He did, stri- <laughs> he did string that guy up. So there was three parts I liked. So he, he, he went and got the news guy and strung him up. You know, the way I kind of took it was... These are his people that he's asking about. How's the kids? How's your dad? So... That's maybe why, but he was like a soft, cuddly teddy bear throughout the whole thing. 
and it was like that's not doom no and the the wanting for a wife and family yep it seemed a really out of place yeah uh i don't know i i was reading something on marvel.com and they were talking about how it's a new side of doom and it's like that's the side of doom we don't give a crap about yep pretty much if you're giving him his own title, the reason you're giving him his own title is because there's a following of him, and people want to read the Doom that yeah. is there. If you need to give a little insight into his life here or there, that's fine, but to make him like a putz first issue? Right. I want the Doctor Doom who who goes along with Doctor Strange to go save his mom. That's the kind of Doom I want. I don't, you know, the mystical, like, King Doom. You know, he was even really good. I really liked what uh, Hickman did with him in FF with with the Future, Fun- Future yeah, Foundation. Was, he's really they awesome still showed and, a soft side, but he but still he felt still, that menace. He's still Doom in that one. Maybe we'll just have to wait for Doom twenty ninety nine to come out. I love Doom twenty ninety nine. They're bringing it back. Oh, I know. I've got oh, <laughs> you got the, every single twenty ninety nine. Spider Man twenty ninety nine is coming back too. Yep. And Conan twenty ninety nine. I can't wait. To say how bad that is. Conan in the future. Conan the librarian. <laughs> you don't know the Dewey Decimal mm-hmm. System. And uh, what else? Fantastic Four 2099. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they it's just going to be. There's a nice little advert. There's a here. whole. Yeah. What are, what are all of them? It it's Spidey. Is Spidey. Amazing Spider-Man. It starts off with a few issues. Then you got the Punisher, Conan. Fantastic Alpha, Four. 2099. Alpha is. There's an Omega one too, I think. Omega. Okay. Conan. Punisher. Fantastic Four. There they are. And Spider-Man, okay. In November, you've got Spider-Man, Alpha, Fantastic Four, Punisher, and Conan. And then in December, you've got Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, yeah, Venom, and then 2099 Omega. Little disappointed. No Ravage. I'm excited. I would love to see a revamp of that. They could make them soft and cuddly like Doom. I think I'm most excited for the Ghost Rider. The original Ghost Rider 2099 was fantastic. I'm glad they did nothing with the Hulk 2099. That so like, uh, so like with Harley and the Joker and Batman. I'm tired. I'm tired of Venom. I'm tired of symbiotes. I'm tired. I just want him to go away for a little while. I don't think they're ever going to go away now. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, be... Donny Cates. We love you, Donny Cates. We do love you, Donny Cates, because <laughs> you're taking over Thor. We'll see. <laughs> see how good it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a stinker. So, do we want to do the top ten? Or yeah, do let's do the ten. Okay, so we're doing top ten animals. Top ten talking animals. Okay, so I've got number ten, Garfield. That's a good one. Number nine, number nine, Battle Pug in his own language. He's speaking. Or his uh, sidekicks, whatever they were, yeah. Sparkles. And yep. <laughs> Cringer from He-Man. Oh, Snoopy. Yeah. Snarf. Snarf, snarf. Snarf. Thundercats. Number five, Howard the Duck. Number four, Cosmo from Guardians. Number three, Lockheed. Number two, Rocket Raccoon. Number one is Lockjaw. I can't believe Lockheed didn't make it up higher for you. I I really love Lockjaw. He's one of my all-time favorites, and Rocket shot up. A while back as one of my favorites. So, cool. how would you like to be a normal inhuman, a person, get the Terrigen Mist and turn into a giant Dude, bulldog? Giant bulldog. It's like, God damn, 
Like that guy turned into a hot dude. That chick's hot too. Mm. I'm a fucking I'm bulldog. A fucking dog. God damn it. Well, they're like the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Johnny Storm looks okay. Reed looks okay. Sue's, you know, hot as ever. And we've got Thing. <laughs> We're, right. we're not going to name him. We're not going to give him, like, we're not going to call him Ben anymore. We'll call him Because he's thing. fucking ugly. He's fucking he's, ugly. Uh, he's a thing. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So mine, I can't believe how much our lists differ, right? So yeah. this is funny. So number 10, Mr. Ed. Nice. Nice. Number nine, Top Dog. Number eight, Earthworm Jim. <laughs> number seven, Detective Chimp. There you go. Number six, Bucky O'Hare. Awesome. Number five, Dollar from Richie Rich. Okay. <laughs> Number s- four, Eugene the Jeep from Popeye. Yeah. Three, Grape Ape. Grape, Grape Ape. Two, <laughs> Dogbert. Dogbert. From, from Dilbert. Oh, okay. my okay. gosh. Yeah. Okay. okay. And number one, Boris the Bear. That's a good one. That's I a good Think list. about Boris. I like that our lists are different. This is a totally different, yeah. Yeah. All right. Ten, Pack Rat from Atari Force. Okay. Nine, Throg. Eight, Dynomutt. Seven, I couldn't decipher or decide which one I wanted, so I just went with Jail Ape over Marvel Apes. Uh, six, Hit Monkey. Five, Dex the Red Lantern. Four, Captain <laughs> Carrot. Three, Detective Chimp. Two, Howard the Duck. And the greatest talking animal of all time. Nort! Scooby-Doo. I had Scooby, but I'm like... Yep. They'd think I was weird for putting Scooby on my list. Yeah, <laughs> I own that because I don't love. I don't love. I don't like Scooby, so it would have been weird for me to go number ten. Scooby Doo, <laughs> like what? <laughs> what the hell? What? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that was, was awesome. Like everybody's, everybody's list was different. Were different this time. That was it's fun. awesome. Nobody had a repeat. Well, how we did, did he not have? Well, I didn't want to like repeat like people from my previous list, so I was like, I can't use him. I can't use him. So I was like. Hmm. Dollar. I haven't seen Dollar in a long time. <laughs> we, you and I had Howard the Duck. We both had Howard the Duck, and you and I both had Detective Chimp. Yep. Awesome. I love that the lists were completely different. It's awesome. It's awesome. That was a big universe that we could have picked from, like yep. Thunder Bunny and Atomic Mouse and Danger uh, Mouse. What's the Bugs Bunny? Captain Marvel's Bunny or whatever. It was what yeah. was the What was the Shazam Star Bunny? Wars yeah. Rabbit? Which one? Bucky O'Hare. No, Jack. Buck, uh, Jack. Jack Rabbit. Yeah, Jack from, from Star, Star Wars. Wars. Issue six, seven. Sure? I thought that was Bucky. Uh-uh. It's Jack. It's huh. Jack. The Green Rabbit? Yeah. I don't know why I had Bucky in my head. I thought about that as soon as you said Bucky O'Hare, and I'm like, oh, I could have put that guy in. <laughs> I just wanted somebody, like, I was like, ah. Oh. I was like, I'm trying to, like, make them so, like, they're not anthropomorphic animals. So I wanted, like, animal animals. So that's why Grey Pape was on there. I also had Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw would have been good. <laughs> Jabberjaw's a good one. <laughs> just like, Jabberjaw, yeah, that would have been fantastic. Then you can do all the the hand barbaras like the hair bears. Hair bears. Oh my gosh, hair bear bunch. <laughs> you got Yogi Bear. Yep. Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Oh Jinx. Is that his name? From uh Pixie and Dixie and Mr. Pixie Jinx. And Mr. Jinx. Yeah. Yeah. The, tuxedo like what uh, is it? Tennessee Tuxedo. The yeah. Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Um Snagglepuss. What's the uh, Huckleberry Pinky, Hound? Pinky in the brain. Yep. There you go. Just there's so the good much feathers. The good feathers. Oh, <laughs> there's so many. I didn't. There's even so think many about. that we. That, like we said, it was a huge, huge universe that we could pull from. Yeah. So all right, 
Anybody got news this week? Because I'm not doing a wrestling rant, so don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, it was All 30 right. minutes long. It was 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. And Elena started glazing over. Although he did make a reference to it to this week, but when I was watching something, he's like, hey, that's what Kirk was talking about. Yeah. Okay, anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I had an influence. Okay, so let's see. I, I got three things. I just got to remember them. New 52, DC has basically said that doesn't exist anymore, according to an article I read, and that they're doing a 5G or fifth generation where some of the superheroes are going to be new superheroes. We're going through a reboot again. They're supposed to continue on. It's not supposed to be a reboot. I kind of feel like how Nick's face looks right now. I'm (laughs) I'm right there with Nick. I'm right there with Nick. So yeah, there's that. Did either of you see... Saturday Night Live, the Sesame Street knockoff of the Joker? No. No. I heard about it. I just never, I didn't see it. Uh, The sheriff from Stranger Things is Oscar. He's a trash man. Amazing. It, I I don't know how to explain it. It, he loves trash. He sees this neighborhood going downhill. Somebody carry, big, somebody's dressed up like Big Bird's a stripper. (laughs) Bert and Ernie are, um, in an alleyway and somebody's trying to rob Ernie of his rubber ducky and he's like, no, you can't have it. And he gets stabbed and Bert's holding Ernie in the alleyway screaming. And <laughs> so they actually had a funny skit. I don't think it was actually all that funny. It was just like weird, weird. Out and there. I loved it. You have to check this out. And there shows the part where you have like in that Joker, uh, preview where he's starting to put on the clown makeup he's, they show the guy st- sitting there looking in the mirror starting to put green paint on his face <laughs> <laughs> you need to see it it's it's All amazing right, I'll look for it and finally am i only one that watched stump town again yes yes watch it i'm going to it's so good the geez, the one cop that played bullock from gotham mm-hmm. was the PI that she kind of hooks up with to mentor her. And there's a twist at the end that you just didn't see coming. That you just, oh, it's such a good show. They're doing an amazing job with this show. I love it. Sorry. Cool. No, I'm going to check it out this weekend. Maybe this week. I know I keep on plugging it, but I'm hoping people start watching it so it stays it around. You don't want me watching it then. Because usually when I watch a show and I like it, it gets canceled. There's like three shows that I really, really liked. Do you remember the uh, show uh, where he was uh, immortal, and every time he died, he came up through the river, and he would get, he would reincarnate, he would just come back to life. But every time, I can't remember the name of the show. But anyway, he would, he was immortal, and he would die, and he would come up out of the Hudson River naked, and he was like an antique store owner, and. I wish I could remember it, but I really loved the scene. It was really good. He was like a detective, and he helped the cops try to solve the case. And it was really good, and they left it on a really good cliffhanger, and they canceled it right after season one. And I was like, God damn it. There's somebody probably screaming at their phone right now. Somebody screaming, it's this show! (laughs) You know it's Scott that's going to be doing it, too. So So if you know what it is, give us a write. Give us a write. Contact us on Discord. Or uh, email. Or email. Or, or Twitter. Or Okay, so I I need you to watch two things then. Okay. And you need to like them. So I need to like them? <laughs> yes. So they can get canceled. What's that? Uh, Bachelor, Bachelorette. 
I'd love for I that watch to go every away. season and it hasn't happened yet. God. Dancing with the Stars. They are officially out of stars. I watch that are on one like, too, but they just don't want to cancel it. And I, I watch them because, them to go away. because Teresa likes to watch them. See, you gotta watch them because you like to watch them. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you liked them, then they'd be gone. Then they'd be gone. Like American but Idol. I, I'm not gonna say. Gone! <laughs> I actually do like American Idol, so it might be gone here in the next season or two. Yep. So, I wish, because it's... I. So, alright. Anybody got anything else? Nope, I'm good. Alright, that's gonna do it this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have fun. Read more comics. It's been Kirk. Ryan. And Nick. Catch you later, guys. See ya. Get along, gang. Get along, gang. Each one so special in his own way. Montgomery's the leader and he's such a good sport. Get along, gang. Get along, gang. There's Uma and Dottie with the spirit. Bingo, the prankster doesn't ruin it. Logical, of course, so we'll figure it out.